Welcome back to the Out for Ten podcast. I'm Jane. I'm, I'm Daniel. I'm Ian. Yeah, we've been a bit quiet over the last few weeks, just had a bit of stuff go on, but we are back. And we're going to be coming full force every week for the remainder of the NRL rounds. And for the World Cup in October, we're going to be going full balls at that too. Keen to learn a bit more about that? Yeah. No, it's uh, every four to five year thing, so it will be fucking awesome to cover that. But, um, so what we've missed is round 18 and we're currently in 21. So we're not going to cover every game, but we'll be covering some big things that's gone on since then. And we can't cover every game this week because we're recording it on a Saturday night. While we're recording this, there's a game going on right now. There is. Sharkies versus Dragons. And What's the score looking quietly, like the result's 8-8-6. It's not yeah. looking good for Dragons. They started half time. No, there was half time when I pulled up. Uh, yeah. This will be in the second half yeah. now. Yeah, second half, three minutes in. All right. So, one major match that's happened since we have been out of action is the Tigers-Cowboys game. Daniel, I will let you start. I was watching that game. Yeah. As I do with all the games. I have no care about either team. I couldn't care less. They're not the rabbits. They don't matter. <laughs> Just like every other team. But that game was so fucking filthy. Tigers were just fucking owning the Cowboys the yeah. whole game. And the way it ended was so ridiculous. Captain's challenge to full time. That After doesn't the buzzer's seem right. Gone. The buzzer's gone. There's been no penalty called. It's been over the 10 seconds that you have allocated for a captain's challenge. And they've allowed it. Yeah. And they've given him an escort that was just a ridiculous yeah, escort. Milked a buggery. I saw that. Apparently, yeah. Kyle Felt has a habit of milking oh, that, running into other players to get an escort to get a penalty their way. Yeah. No, there is a lot of players that do milk a lot of it. But yeah, no, that was totally wrong. Totally agree. And it was one of the boys, what, 150th, 200th game? Wasn't it? Old Panthers player. Tamo, 300. 300 games in yeah. NRL and to yeah. have it just spit on like that yeah. that is disgusting that brings on what I mentioned in the uh, last bit of podcast too and that was match fixing does, what, where's your thoughts you, on it I've given you a lot of shit since then <laughs> but after seeing that there is blatant match fixing there's been a case um, oh, very early on I'm telling you now it happens more than we think but it's, it was a manly game. Um, a bloke called David Williams, he used to play for New South Wales as well as manly. Uh, he was a winger. Um, there was a case that he lost and went to, um, I think he, I don't know if he got locked away, but it was massive fines and he got um, suspended from the NRL for match fixing. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it does happen. It's happened before. And... Um, from what I do know about that game is the Tigers are in talks with the NRL. The NRL's basically said, yep, we fucked up, but we're not overturning it. Shit happens sometimes, Tigers. Sorry. Yeah, yeah but they take a legal action. So. Good, they deserve it. Those two points, they mean nothing to the Cowboys. No. Cowboys don't need them. Oh, if, for the top four, they do. Fuck that. If the Tigers get those two points... They've won their game last week. They're yeah. up against Knights this week. So it's yeah. not looking good for Newcastle. But they're not... Look, so from what... The interview that I watched 
uh, like with the two Tigers enforcers, um, was they're not worried about it because they're obviously out of the top eight. It's they're doing it out of principle, but it does change where Cowboys can finish, and it it can change where Tigers finish as well because it's been a very close season. Yeah, if they're Tigers not going to make win, the eight ever. There that, is a chance. No, there's not. Statistically, there is no mathematical chance. There. At the time, there's a big mathematical chance. At if the they time. won every game, and they have won every game since, Sorry, if they won the rest of it. Round 19. Was that what it was? Round 19. So they get their two points. That puts them on 12. 24. Still. Not possible. At the time, it was possible. It worked. Round was, 19. It, there there's was, six rounds to go. The bottom of the eight was like 20. It yeah, was a but chance. that still don't change it was where chance. the Roosters are at the moment, man. It's still not mathematically p- possible. Mathematically. Mathematically, <laughs> it was... It was I, I'm not a Tigers fan. No, but no. it was... If every team, the six and under, yeah. lost... All the way to the rest, and the Tigers yeah. won. They were in eight. Yeah, but they it's a very, didn't. very low chance. No, it was never happening. But no, it could not have happened because the other matches have been played, and we know the result. <laughs> now, now they have. Now they have. But Tigers, these past few weeks, they're a fucking force. Broncos, they've been yeah a top eight team. The Cowboys, what we're talking about now, they beat them fair yeah. and square. There is no other way around that. Yeah, and. Just quietly, the week before, they only got beat by two against Penrith. So they have been playing pretty good footy. They, they got have. beat by eight against the Eels the week before. Um, but, yeah, so what? Who have they got this next week? Sharks. That'll be a very tough game. But and the they've way got they're the playing, this week. The way they're playing, they might have a chance at the Sharks. Yeah. I know Rabbits didn't have the best of luck. Given Latrell the ball three times, yeah. 20 metres out from the goal line. But that's a different story. Yeah. Last week's over. We're on to this week. We've won 48-12. Lovely game of footy. 48-10. 48-10. Oh, I've given them a few points. <laughs> Can't have that happening. I'm thinking they must just convert all their tries. No, they're not that good. They're the Warriors, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, and how how good's Penrith going? 26-6 win this week with no Cleary, no Lua. What's your thoughts on that? Who were they versing again? Refresh my memory. They, I know the game's just happened before this they one. They played Raiders. They played Raiders. That was a given. With or without. Okay. Cleary, in my opinion. Okay. That big call, ninth place team. The, to me, that was a given. With or without okay. Cleary. Yeah. Next week against Storm. But no, no Luai game. as well. So we're talking about two representative players. I don't know. The Raiders, I don't rate... The Raiders this year, okay. not not too overly high. Yeah, I I see they could have beat them nearly any other day of the week. If mm-hmm. they played the way they were playing last week, they beat Panthers. How's Penrith looking now with Luai and Cleary? Yeah? There's no way they're losing number one. No, they're not going to lose number one. But next week's an interesting week. Well, their track home is well Melbourne next week. First game on Thursday. And and I think that'll be an interesting. Melbourne one. can drop out of the. Yeah, yeah, we're only talking about that last thought. Sharks should win. Eels have a big game against Rabbits next week. If no, they, Rabbits have a big game against well, Eels. Well, Eels beat Rabbits and Sharks win and Penrith beat Storm. Storm drops out of the Where's ball. the game played at next week? Rabbits-Eels. At Eels. Oh. But the, we've just signed a new gun. 
Isaac Thompson. I I think we're a good chance. Johnson's insane at what he does. I think we're a good chance. Trell got two by himself tonight. Yeah. Nice little double. Yeah, no, I did and see that. Little Lachlan Ilias, first try scorer. Yeah. Fuck, I would have loved to put a bet on that. <laughs> yeah, mate, that would have been paying 101 to 1. <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, but Penrith run home. They play the Rabbits the week after. I see us winning that at Core Stadium. I would like to go to that game, but I don't see it happening. Yeah. They play the Warriors, which. That should be a given. Yeah, probably a given. They play the Cowboys. And no matter what, I'd say they clean up the minor pressure. Even without Luar and Cleary. Because they've only got to win one more game. Yeah. And they cement it and they play the Warriors. So. But, but I think next week against the Storms will be very interesting. I'll, I'll be watching that game. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. Um, touch of base with the Cleary. Um, hip drop. Tackle. No, it weren't a hip drop tackle, was it? He just it was. It was an ugly no, tackle. Grabbed him by the tackle. legs, yeah, lifted spit. him up. Yeah, Poor he put him on his head. On his neck. Yeah, he put him on his head. That could have been a fucking. That could have been an absolute career ender. Career ender. He's gone up. He's landed near his neck. If he's hit yeah. his neck in the bad spot, yeah, no, he's I, not. I agree, hundred percent. Um, and I'm hearing a lot of talk. Just, just to take over on this topic yeah, for a yeah. second, I'm seeing a lot of journalists in the NRL space a lot. All saying, um, Cleary shouldn't be punished as severely as he is because he's a good player. He had no bad intentions. It was just a bad tackle. Yeah, I think that is bullshit. Okay, they're just pushing that because he is the poster boy for the fucking Panthers. He's a poster boy for NRL itself. Yeah, I agree with that. There is no. It doesn't matter what your intentions are. You still done it. Yeah, you could have fucking ruined this poor kid's life. Yeah, and. They're going to try and diminish it. Like, oh, he's a good player. Yeah. He had no bad intention. That doesn't matter, his intention. It could have ended fucking horrible. But if we go on about that, I agree 100%. Um, it shouldn't have got so many weeks. But he did get five weeks. Personally, I think that's a good punishment. So do I. For, but there's also other journalists saying he should have got more. I don't know if he should have got more. No. Minimum, I, I 100% don't think I there's think been... Minimum I he should have le- got was four. There has been worse tackles made this year that has gone unpunished, let yeah, alone five weeks. Yeah. And he signed an early plea to get five weeks. It would have been six. It's, it's good that he signed the early plea yeah. and got five. Yeah. If it was anything less than four, it would have been I think disgusting. it was a fair punishment. One, he's not a grubby player. No. Uh, he's actually been very clean with how he plays. He's been playing at all levels. Like, um, I don't I think he's represented Australia yet, but... That could change this year. But he he has always shown class, in my opinion, in how he plays footy. Um, so I understand what journalists are saying, but I understand what you're saying. No, you do the punishment, you do, you do the time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so five weeks, basically, that's a fair, fair time I think for it's the really fair. crime. Um, touch and base with the Patrick Carrigan tackle. Yeah. Where he's at with that? It was ugly to watch. It was. Oh my god! I don't like how many replays they're showing of it. That was just yeah. not. Yeah, just it, not it ended up in a bad way. Real bad. Career ending or the yeah. oh, career ending? Maybe not. I, he'll be. He won't play again this year, and I don't even know if he'll be here for the start of next year. And that's a massive loss for Tigers. Jackson Hastings has been playing real good footy there. It, real he, good. Oh, it's been insane for him. Oh, putrid to watch. Oh, 
Patrick Carrigan got four weeks for that tackle. Now, finishing up what we've said about Cleary getting five weeks for his, the player that he did that tackle to is playing this week. Jackson Asics is out for the season. How can you, this is why I was talking about consistency with the judiciary, how can you justify giving five weeks to someone? Now, we said that's fair time for what he did. Jackson Hastings won't play another game this year. Misses World Cup. They were never playing finals footy. But he's still got to straight into surgery. Probably will miss a little bit of next year. How can you justify four weeks for that? Now, he's same boat as Cleary. He, Queensland player. Played very well in the state of origin. And is probably a chance at making the World Cup side. How can you justify four weeks there? I think it may be a double-edged sword with Cleary. As much as I dislike the guy... But Cleary's missed fair. out on the Daily M now. Mate, he's yeah. Because he's been suspended for more than two weeks. But he's not complaining. He's out on a cruise ship with some Pilates teacher right now that he's been on. Yeah, no, <laughs> 100%. That. But that, Cleary's so unlucky, he misses out on the Daily M medal. And that's why I think it's a double-edged sword. Because he's the poster. He's a poster boy of NRL. You have he's to make it. an example of him. He's oh, earned he's, it. He's earned it. But you have to make an example of him. If you give him less time, it's going to cause shit fights. But over, but over a career-ending tackle. Joey Johns. And that's um, why I agree. He should, five weeks, perfectly fine for Cleary. Yeah. But, but Carrigan. Carrigan, I personally, what's fair to me, at least the rest of the season, gone. I know yeah. it's different, but what happened to the boat that tackled Alex McKinnon that put him in the world championship? I'm not 100% who did it. I know Cameron Smith was playing the game and I think he might have been involved, but there were, at, at the time, the, I don't even know if there was a Simbin. Yeah. yeah, right. Right. Different, very different game now to what it was. Like, And I'm, we could look it up, but I'm not 100% sure what the result was there. And, yeah, as you said about that tackle... Like, with the hip drop and what Cleary did, different result. You're not going to kill someone by doing a hip drop tackle. But ACLs is a season ender. There's unlucky players. I can't remember his name, but there was a player that debuted. His debut game, it was this year or last year. First game he played, about five minutes in, he did his ACL from a hip drop tackle. And he hasn't played another game. How unlucky is that on a debut? You know what I mean? And oh, I think I remember that. Was that it? Was this year? Yeah, I think yeah. it was. I'm, pre I'm pretty sure I remember that's. See, well, not and that's what I'm saying. And Joey Johns said on Freddie and the Eighth, he said, twelve weeks should be the crime for that, and oh, twelve weeks. I think that's a bit. Of it is. Kill. It's half a season, but the tackle you, that you've done has taken someone out for a season. So oh, I think is he that, should ride that out while losing the rest of his season. Whether so does he miss World Cup for this? I don't know if he misses World Cup for this, but I know he misses the Premiership. He okay. should miss the Premiership. Okay. Um, so I don't he's going to miss on the World Cup, so I can't put my yeah, opinion okay. as of yet onto if he should miss it. Mm -hmm. But for the rest of the Premiership, he should not be playing. Yeah. Well, he's not playing until finals. That and is from he what? comes back first round, same as Lord. Yeah. And with a little bit of luck, Broncos get taken out that early. So then he'll cop the loss. Yeah. 
But uh, personally, he should have got a lot more in four weeks. I reckon six to eight. I agree. And I was thinking in my head, eight sounds about fair. Yeah, twelve is just ridiculous. It's a dodgy tackle, but going on with that tackle, it's there's been a bit of um, controversy through like the papers and social media with Greg Alexander and Cameron Smith. Greg Alexander actually said that twenty years ago, like um, Melbourne basically created this tackle and I think personally I think that's a bit harsh like how could you say one team has created that tackle when you look through the grades now look through all the teams it's happened in every team there's players that do it from every team every background whatever not just Melbourne but Cameron Smith Craig Bellamy I'd say the board of Melbourne has replied with that which is good honestly you see more tackles now than you do not where they're getting up and complaining about something. Oh, yeah. And especially more from Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne and Parramatta. They're the two fucking worst for it. But, yeah, no, there's a lot of controversy about the hit drop tackle at the moment. You've got a lot of big-name ex-players that are putting their two cents in. And I really think it needs to be... 12 weeks maybe a bit rough, but eight weeks is probably a really good... That sounds like a fair, fair ground. Two months off, learn from your mistake. Yeah. Do better. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. The other, uh, there was a game while we've been missing out with um, Nelson Asaf Solomona. Forget who he did it to, but yeah, with the elbow. There's a young fella on his. Uh, oh, I can't remember if it was his debut or not, but he's. I feel like he's usually reserved. Right, he's not a. He's not a okay. usual manly player. Oh, okay. And. From what I've heard, he's mouthed to the kid as he's drawing his elbow into him. Right. Like, welcome to NRL. <laughs> and if he's not said that, that's the headline I've seen, I'd yeah. seen for like yeah. the next week. Yeah. Welcome to the NRL. Yeah. It's, oh, oh, it's putrid. Joke. Yeah. Did, did he get any time for that? No, he got no, he got nothing. He's perfectly fine. Yeah. No, see, that's a joke. Like, honestly, Melbourne couldn't hack it at the moment with another player out. But no, that. It's intentional, isn't it? it like is you look at you look back at through previous games, and one game I could reference to is the Knights Penrith game. That elbow that um, Mitch Barnett did got sent off, and I think he got eight weeks he for did. it. He did. He got, he got and that was a, you said it was a game changer. Got, so absolutely. Like I'm not saying we win that game, but Knights were actually putting on a show against Penrith. And all of a sudden, we're versus 12. We scored two tries while having 12 on the field. And we only got beat by 14, 16. We yeah, only right. a bit bigger than that. Because you said it yourself, you don't towards, need to yeah. win that game. But it was definitely a lot closer than what it was. Yeah. Honestly, that game, before that happened, it completely changed the game. Now, we won't touch base on that tonight. But I think that's <laughs> something we do need to touch base on the send-offs. I know we've talked about it in pre- our previous podcast, but it is a total game changer. What a- That happens in the NRL Grand Final. First five minutes in, you, you've you got 13 v 12. Do you really want to watch the rest you, of that you game? You'd know the result. If you're the, if you're there supporting your team, you walk out. Oh, that's hot. You know, what was it? There was that over. one game this year that they... Sharks they, Warriors. They won with 12. Sh- Sharks Warriors. Yeah. At, a, at a stage there, it was 11 v 13. But... Not Warriors are never going to make the grand final, so that's not a worry. <laughs> but not this year. Not might, this might year. Might change now they're back over. 
Yeah, and with Stacey Jones taken over, yeah, no. Nah. I Next won't completely rip on him. him, but... And, actually, just a quick shout-out to the New Zealand supporters and fans and players for staying in the comp all during COVID. That is That deserves a massive shout-out. You've got a lot of teams, a lot of players. Roger Chivasa-Shek. Hey? Is he the one that... He's, going home. Oh, yeah, he went home and went over to rugby to go back to New Zealand. Roger Chivasa-Shet, one of the biggest players in the NRL, called it quits. Now, no no blame to him at all. But the New Zealand boys, yeah, they definitely need a shout-out. Just going back to what you said about Melbourne not being able to lose too many more players. Did you hear about Brendan Smith? Yeah, no... Was it a hip drop tackle? It, it was, that's what they're saying it was, but Craig Bellamy saying that they hope they uh, judge it as that as harsh as what they did with others or something. Or in the media or what yeah. they're going through at the moment, yeah. But once again, a hip drop tackle is a hip drop tackle. Like, yeah, the player might not be having to go have yeah. surgery, but it's still the same tackle. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I'll give it to Daniel. Just jumping in real quick. I've got something I want to discuss with you boys. I've heard a bit about this throughout the past few weeks because there's a lot of talk about where the grand final's going this year. Yeah, yeah. I've heard an idea float around. I really like the idea. I want to touch base with you. We haven't talked about this, but state of origin. Instead of just bragging rights, there's three games. Put it on. Put the grand final on the line. That's the way I think. What do you think about that? What, I think that'd you, be a great idea. What do you mean put on the line? So what they're talking about at the moment is if you, because Queensland won it this year, the grand final's in Suncorp. Oh, okay. And if New South Wales wins it? It's we have it. in Sydney. I like it. I, oh. It gives a reason for Origin to be this pumped up as it is rather than just, oh, New South Wales won this year or oh, Queensland yeah. won this year. And it also... Gives it gives it back to the fans as well. You, it does. You've got a lot of Queensland fans that, for whatever reason, might not be able to come down to Sydney. But okay, but what if, say, Queensland wins the state of origin, and then you got two teams in the grand final, like say it's the Knights play Bulldogs or something. Don't matter. Well, then the Blues coach should have picked some better players and coached <laughs> them a bit better. Because yeah. I'm sorry, but New South Wales they don't give a fuck about that jersey like Queensland does. Oh, you can see that. Nah, nah I don't no, agree that, with that. That's a total difference. There's, no. there's uh, talking about that comment. There's been talk. I'm assuming maybe you're going on about Luai's uh, like. I don't have a problem a with conversation him. about Luai not being passionate about it. You you watch that match. Honestly, watch that match in the first half of Game 3. He was the most passionate bloke on the field. He was, out of 26 is, players on the field, he was the most passionate. He was running out the line before anyone. Nah. I'm not talking about Lua. Look at everyone. Put Nathan Clear in there. Playing great footy all year. Panthers are fucking forced to be reckoned with. Origin comes and he's... He played well in Game it? 2. Yeah, he struggled. Game, game 2 he played good. He had good. two bad games. And their games, that, their games that should matter. Put the grand final on the line. Look at Ponga. What has he done for Newcastle exactly. this year? And they, what they does he do up. for Origin? Some players do step up. Dane Gagai is another one. He's done nothing for us. Fucking Darius Boyd. And he stepped the fuck up when he put that jersey on. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. What, if you put the grand final on it, these teams, they've got to want to win it. Because they've got to want the grand final in their home area. You oh. give it that reason, every, it doesn't matter who you are. 
you're going to be playing your best footy. I agree with yes. I I'll agree to disagree with I'm you not about that. Um, I wasn't passionate. I'm just saying you could tell who turned up and yeah, who didn't. Daniel Tupo, he didn't want to be there. No. And that's why I was talking to a bloke at poker last night, and we were talking about the Josh Ad, like bringing Josh Ad car back. Does it make a difference? I and think it does. I I didn't. I I only because playing footy. And this is no disrespect, but is a winger really going to make a difference, right? That that's what's going through my head. Still right? need the players to get the ball. To... Exactly, right? You still need. In my head, the spine is the most important piece of your team, followed by the forwards. Your spine can't do nothing if your forwards aren't running up through and sort of getting through during the tackles, right? But he brought up a very good statement. You look at Josh Adokar every time he plays. Look, look at what he's done for the Bulldogs. He's the most pumped up player on the team. He's yelling out all the time. He's pumping his team up. Look how the Bulldogs have gone the last few weeks. They've really been showing up. Adokar's definitely something they needed. Yeah, and honestly, with that, it's they bring him into the team. They pump him up. That's where you might have your Cleary, your Luai... I'm putting it out there right now. Like, I'm not a massive Blue Eye fan. Like, I, I do like the bloke. I think he's a great player. But he, there was talks about um, a pl- someone saying that, um, in the media, saying that he weren't passionate about his jersey because he wants to play for Samara in the World Cup. Total fucking bullshit. Just jumping in real quick. That has nothing to do with what I I think Blue Eye played as good as he has, can, nice and consistent. Yeah. I'm talking more. Cleary. Yeah. Teddy. Game one and three. Tedesco, what the fuck was he doing? All it, mate, he, he, you look even in club games, Useless. he's a bit better in club games because he's not up against, obviously, better, better players. Better players, but he's a fucking ball hog, mate. He is. He is, a he is 100%. The amount of times he could have just passed the ball and they've got a fucking chance. No, he's just taken a tackle or kicked it like a yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah. He is an absolute baller. He wants all the attention. Yeah. And if... If the grand final's on the line, you're not going to be that much Especially of a if you, if you're representing New South Wales and your team's a chance to make exactly. that grand final. Yeah, exactly. Like, and like, I've got no disrespect to the law. He turned up. I've, I heard a lot of statements about the first five minutes. People calling him grubs, a grub because he's standing over a Queensland player while he's knocked out. Yeah, but he didn't know he was knocked no, out. No, how the fuck could he? The guy's laying down. He, all, for all he knows, he's laying down. He's been winded. Yeah, or he's, or fuck, he's milk fucking milking a penalty. Exactly, yeah. 100%. He doesn't know he's knocked out. No. The next thing you know, a fucking brawl's about to break out. And everyone's calling him a grub. No. No disrespect to Luai. Especially for wanting to represent, like, Samoa. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. It's the players that should turn up but didn't. Like, Ponga, different player. In yeah. origin compared yeah. to everyone. Oh, 100%. And, and he didn't as, get injured. No. Oh, and that's just a As a diehard Knights fan, I'm, yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. That's something we'll be bringing up in our next podcast that we're doing where we're talking about our own teams. But Ponga, mate, yeah, you know, you get your shit together, mate. So that's one. No disrespect to the wife. Well, until you heat it. Yeah. The tackle that took him out, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Giving yeah. him a slight graze and he's yeah, just and he's gone. head knock. Rah, Whole rah, rah, seasons rah. out. Yeah. No, I don't, oh, it makes me blood boil, mate. I remember twelve months ago you would have done anything to sleep with the boy. Oh, mate, he, <laughs> it, mate, he, when he first, 
I watched his first game, his debut game in the NRL at the Cowboys. And, mate, the way he played, it, it was like he was playing touch footy. Now, I don't know if you've watched a lot of touch footy. But uh, from what I know, he actually played a little bit of touch footy. But you're quick, you're stepping because it's very different. You you can't let players touch you, right? Mate, there were stages there. Debut, he was running rings around players. He weren't getting touched, running 80 metres, scoring tries. Then they started dropping him. Yeah, but <laughs> a few games in, once again, Cowboys weren't giving him the games. It was only when a player was injured, right? And from memory, it was Lockwood Coots that was played. He got injured, so that's why he pulled in full back at the Cowboys. Knight signed him. Nathan Brown signed him. Mate, it was the only good thing Nathan Brown did. The only thing is, they've got a debut player that's been playing three games, would have been on 110 grand a year. They've come over and said, oh, come over for 700k. He's you're a, you're a fucking idiot. You're a spastic, mate. You don't offer a player that's played three games. You don't know if he's going to get fucking belted. Like, he's only a pretty small frame bloke. You don't know if he's going to be fucking injured next week. 500k? Yeah. That's extra 200k you can spend on your salary cap. And then a year later, we don't make finals, nothing. Oh, yeah, let's give him a mil. For what? What, what the fuck have you done to earn a fucking million dollars? I'd agree. A tenth of your fucking salary cap. I'd agree. He's not. He's not showing up for the Knights. He showed up for Queensland, but he's not in one game up for the Knights. And that one game, that was a decider. It was the decider, and but if, he did nothing in the first two. No, he didn't. And very different not once a lot again. Of Queenslanders a lot of stuff. coaches, like the coaching staff that Queensland had, was fucking ridiculous. You've got JT, Jonathan Thurston, probably one of the. Arguably one of the best halfbacks ever. Cameron Smith. Arguably once again, but sat, I'm not a massive fan of the way he played. He was, In my opinion, he was very grubby on the field. But you can't take it away from him. Probably the best hooker that's ever been. Billy Slater. Probably one of the, uh, once again, arguably one of the best fullbacks that's ever played the fucking game. Greg Inglis. What, what he could have been, like he he could have been a lot more than he is, man. He could have been, but for what he is, it's still massive. Fucking... But he retired early due to mental health issues and whatever. Like once again, I weren't massive fan of him either. Oh, it was massive. But he also didn't play for Newcastle. <laughs> that probably had a factor into it, and he played for Rabbits. Probably why I was <laughs> such a big fan. But one of the names that has stuck with me throughout the years, Greg Inglis. Yeah. Nate Miles, now, give or take, still played all representative games at the highest level at, in for, in the forward pack. All there, man. You know what I mean? Who do New South Wales have? Yeah, Joey. Yeah, Freddie. Greg, Greg Alexander. Why not bring back the greats? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Peter Sterling was there. Granted. But... What about, I don't know, like, bringing back your best fullback that's ever played, your best 5'8 that's ever played. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't have that. No. And at touch of base on what you said before, do you not think that that would have been through the camp the whole time? 
your passion has to be there. That That's what wins games. And something that's been happening through the years, through State of Origin every year, and that's why we went through that eight-year drought spell, they played 85 minutes in an 80-game, Queensland. New South Wales played 75. There were games there we led by two or three tries with five minutes to go and got run down. Queensland don't do that, man. Queensland, you look back through the years, I don't think they've ever done that. New South Wales does it, did it a lot through that eight-year drought spell. There were games there we should have won. And you put, you change little things through the coaching, training, whatever, that don't happen. You're not playing a 75-minute game. You're playing an 80-minute fucking football game. But yeah, no, that's something we like def definitely got to like, yeah, talk about, especially for next year. If I can, moving in real quick. Knights versus Doggies. Jaden versus Ian. We didn't get to cover that. No, we didn't. Yeah. How did that go, boys? That was a great game. It's no, a great it game. I, I watched the first 15 minutes and then I went for a smoke and I said to Jade after watch the rest because they're already only one. And who won that game? Oh, it was pretty close, but I think, but yeah, the dog slipped it in, I think. Dog slipped it in? Yeah, that didn't get me fucking started. As you can tell, Jaden's still filthy. You are Owen. Knights two. Rabbits game. Touch of base because we also didn't cover that. No, we, we didn't get to cover it. No, lot. what about that little thing about Latrell Mitchell having, should have been sin bin three times that game, yeah? Are we going to talk about that? Let's move past that. Yeah, let's move <laughs> past that. Yeah, there was 12 points in it and we got a disallowed try and we played 12 men. We probably win that game. But we won't talk about that. I don't know Bulldogs if I game, say, on the other hand. I don't know if I say Trill gets Sid mid three times. I think we've had I think we've discussed this Mine very openly and very heatedly to not discuss it <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast. No. no this mate. is why we had the break. Me and Jaden have been just absolutely seething with each other. <laughs> it was about 25 minutes into that night's doggies game and Jaden's trying to tell me, yeah, you scored the first few off set restarts and stuff and then we looked through it and there was like one set restart. I'm noticing a pattern with Jaden. <laughs> he just gets angry and makes up lies for the night. He's Not... trying to do the coach's job. Mate, bring me in. Bring me in. I'll, I'll do it for 100 bucks hey, a game. There could be a position opening <laughs> up in the coach. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, you'll have more passion for Newcastle than they've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Nah, but yeah, that's basically just covering up what we've done, like what we've missed. A um, few things we want to bring up is every round, pre-season game, everything of next year for the NRL. Um, we will be doing a podcast on. There will be one before the round starts, one after. Um, check out our social media. We've got a new page on Instagram. Um, We've got the Twitter page going. And the Facebook page. Yeah. Be sure to look for them. Drop and them we'll follow. be starting a TikTok um, one too. And um, there will be a wrap-up of every game. Uh, our MVPs and our fucking shit players for the game and eventually instead of just listening to this on YouTube you'll be able to find us on Spotify hey. 10 episodes is the max yeah Spotify and Apple Music look forward to that coming yeah. guys no definitely um there's uh yeah big year for us in the NRL next year we'll be uh, hosting a footy tipping comp um, make sure you're getting that yeah it'll be all over social media um we haven't worked out exactly what we're doing yet with um guaranteed prize money but from what we know, it'll probably be about a $50 entry fee. Um, 
and yeah, once we sort of see numbers, we'll be definitely um, putting a fair bit of money up, and yeah, we'll be talking about it every round. But um, uh, during the off season too, um, yeah, we're not going away just because the NRLs are going. Yeah, away. no, this is running all year round. Uh, NBA starts in October, um, round one, so we'll, we'll be covering every um, round of that. And we've also got an awesome thing happening, um, UFC. So definitely more excited about that than the NBA. I know nothing <laughs> about the NBA. Yeah, we've got a few packages on the way getting our UFC DVD collection together so we can start from the original yeah. all the way start through to the all current. All the way at number one, yeah. re-watch them, give our thoughts, talk about, do some guessing because I don't know what the fuck happened in UFC See, 5. What? No, no, so we'll be, yeah, definitely covering that. It'll be a nice little watch along for you guys, yeah. leading back up to the season of NRL next year. And hopefully maybe we can work something out on the YouTube page of having like maybe some highlighted fights on that. A yeah. thousand percent. Yeah. I do think that NRL players should start watching some UFC to get some tips on hip drops. Yeah, yeah. You do a hip drop on me, I'll give you a fucking armbar. <laughs> <you know. laughs> but yeah, um, Commonwealth Games. Australia was dominating early um, in all divisions. Yeah. Um, as a lawn bowler, I just want to give a massive shout out to the Jackaroos. They've done a fucking awesome season this year. Um, and from what we know, we're 12, 13, nine medals ahead, nine medals ahead with a couple of days to go. So yeah, keep strong Oz. And just touching base guys, there is eight seconds left in this game. 24 to 18 Sharks way. Which also yeah. now means that Melbourne drops out from third and Sharks move up. Sharks hey. third, yep, that is true. How good's that? South sitting pretty be, at six. Oh, it's going to look so good, Melbourne being out the top four. I really hope it happens. It's going to happen next week. Just checking the ladder real quick to see where all our teams are at. We've got Buddy sitting at six. <coughs> we've got the Doggies sitting at 12. And we've got Newcastle sitting at 14. Yeah. Uh, but I believe, when I was looking at that, it's contention for the top eight from like 11th up. Yeah, It is. Uh, it has been for a while. Fourth. Yeah. It's still a contender. It's been really yeah. close this season. Jay and Ayane have been two out points for off. The year. Yeah, we're, we're no hopers. No. Hey, our, my big battle of the year is avoiding that wooden spoon. Yeah, all we need is for the Ravis to drop out the eight so Daniel don't give us crap saying yeah. that his team's better than ours or anything. You'll hear that every podcast, me talking up the rabbits and just shitting on the Knights and the Dodgers. You realise they're only sixth and they're going to lose to the Eagles no. next week. We are not going to lose. Six versus fifth. Rabbits are a favourite. Dollar sixty odds to two dollars yeah, thirty-five. But if you go off favourites all the time, you never make money. <laughs> oh, isn't that just true? I'm just going to look at the rabbits run home real quick. So we got the yeah. eels next week. Panthers the week after. Oh wow! Well, two, that's, that's two, two games. You that's two potential eight. losses. That's two big wins. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think we touched on this earlier, but I'm just going to go back wins. over it. Then we play Cowboys oh, at a core again. Oh my god! At a core again, the vibe at a core is just different. It doesn't matter. It does matter. That's, no, no, no. Being fair, Ding, don't be biased here. Those three games, do you think are potential losses? I think the one potential loss I see is next week against the Eels. So you but think you got they can't of... lose that because I need to give my boss Paul shit because he's an Eels fan, and if they lose, I'm gonna call in sick that whole week, so I don't have to see him. But I do see Rabbits beating Panthers 100%. Paul, if you're listening, don't believe that he's sick. You reckon, <laughs> you reckon they beat 
I reckon they beat Panthers. It was a close game at the start of the year. Oh, what the one we went to? Yes. A close game. From what I remember. From what you remember. Let's check you, what it yeah. was and see what it was. It was round three. It was April. Yeah, round three. Yeah. No, not round three. Oh, it would be four so or five. Four. 26 to 12. That's close enough. 14. Yeah, close enough. It's two converted tries and a penalty. Yeah, what? That's the thing. They were never in that game. They had they had Little Iron Cleary then. And now they don't. So it's a very different game. I see Rabbits winning that. I don't see it being a big I, win, but I see it being I a win. Without Cleary and Luai there, do you, does Dylan Edwards sort of step up as the man yeah. that call shit, though? Uh, Isaiah Yo, your forward pack. Fisher Harris got Simbin tonight, I did see. So. And of all these games, the only one I'm not comfortable with is the Eels. I see Cowboys yep. getting beaten by us, and I see Roosters in the last game getting beat by us. So is that your run home? That's the run home. They're playing the strongest team. The, the concerning other than the Roosters, the but Roosters, they can turn up. The Eels are the most concerning, but we've beaten. And where them are this you year. on the ladder? Six, six, mate. six twenty-six points, four, four points behind. Your margin's pretty good. That's the only thing really saving you. But, but, you're twenty-six. You. Mate, you don't win another... If, if, you don't win another game this year. And that is a big if. Big if with four hard games the coming up. they're playing. Four they, hard games. The next two weeks, they're out the eight. I'm tipping right now they come eighth. Looking back at this... <laughs> we're going to come back at this when Rabbits are in the finals. And we're going to just see. I'm not seeing when we versed the Cowboys. I don't know if we versed them this year. I'm going to say if I've got a payout offer on me Cornella as well. But from looking at it, we lost to Panthers. We were at that game. Oh, I'm surprised they made it home and didn't fucking jump in front of a bus. We beat Roosters. We've beat Eels. I, I might be blind. Or no we Moses. We have versus Cowboys. No Moses. Jake Arthur played pretty well this week. We haven't versed Cowboys this season. Oh, well. So I can't say, looking at the past, we beat them. But I say, we beat them. They got beat to the Tigers. But we got beat to the Tigers, too. And just for a final thought on that, I see the Rabbitohs run home as just beautiful. It's got to be nice and easy. Top eight, here we come. Premiership, fingers crossed for it. Wouldn't hurt to have another crack at it since last year didn't go too well. Uh, me son, he could have brought me home in Premiership, but no, <laughs> had to lose. So, Ian, take it over. All right, we've got some speedy questions. All right, we're on. All right. Who's your first option for a coach? Daniel. Wayne Bennett. He seems insane. He led us to the Premiership last year. Mm -hmm. And you could tell the start of this year from last year, the impact it made in coaching. What about you? Mine, it would be either Wayne Bennett, but we've had him and he did no good. He did good for us. Um, But I'd probably say Bills, Craig Bellamy. I like Freddie Fittler. Very fit, though. Yeah. yeah, losing origin coach. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> uh, something about him, he just seems like he snorts the good ones and just chills out. The guy that doesn't <laughs> pick out Ocar, your best player. <laughs> <laughs> or someone that's not a head coach at the moment, I'd pick Joey. Yeah. Alright. Your ultimate spawn. Current North Hall. Alright. So, personally, my current best fullback player is Paps. 
Um, obviously, injuries a factor, but he's definitely my best fullback. Um, five eighth, Jerome Lua. Um, Half back, Cleary. And hooker, Harry Grant. Yeah, right. And just jumping into mine before we go to you, Ian, I've got Trell, yeah. Munster, Adam Reynolds, because he's. You can't go wrong with him. Yeah. And good old Cookie Monster. Cookie. Well, see, I'm similar to you, Jay, but I've got Edwards, Luai, Cleary Grant. Edwards, very underrated. Yeah, very like underrated. He, he's been, he hasn't been looked at for any um, rep sides. But he yeah. gets outshined, beating the team he's in. Best player this year. All right, start with Daniel. <laughs> start with me. I want to say... Adam Reynolds. Okay. For what I'll the Broncos that. were last year to what they are now, I attribute a lot of that to Reynolds. Every game he's in there, he's screaming, he's telling them, yeah. he's telling them what to do. He's bringing them together. I think he has made a massive difference in Broncos. He's got a massive talk with the refs too. Like he yeah. he manipulates play. Like he manipulates certain situations to get his way. And I've noticed does, that. Too. It's, it's what a half should play. be. He it's, doesn't just kick the other plays. Like he chips and chases. I'll yeah. say that. He's always in it. So I, I honestly reckon Reynolds. Yeah. Alright, See, I've called the obvious, but that was a mix up between like three for me, but yeah, I've called Cleary. Cleary, who's your two benches? Yeah, so I like Dylan Edwards. Okay. Like I've said that probably since like round three this year. Yep. I've noticed him a lot. Yeah, he's definitely stepped up. And Harry Grant. Harry Grant. Like just the way he within the ten meter line mate, he comes out WR just like he gets her on dives. Gets there on top. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. He's just insane. Yeah. They call him Hidini for a reason, but yeah. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit out of what I'd normally say, but Ben Hunt has been a massive player this year. He's showed it for the Dragons. Dragons team on paper is nowhere near a top eight sort. Um, he made the play winning thing in Origin. Um, I think he's. Definitely earned his million bucks this year. Not every other year, granted, but he's definitely found his he's mojo. Up this year. Yeah, he's found his mojo. Um, a few other sort of key players um, that stepped out is um, Olakuatu from Manly. Um, Sakurawa, you can always nearly guarantee he scores a try every game. He's always a multi picker, like you pick him in your multis. Um, Massive second rower and Bo Firma yeah. uh, from the Titans. Uh, for a player that's in a wooden spoon current side, um, he gives his 110% every week. And uh, I think he's very, very underrated. And just if I can jump in real quick again before we go on to the next question, it's disgusting that no one brought up Johnston. Oh, I couldn't because I'm a Rabbitohs fan. Yeah. But Johnston, sure, every year is Anyone. a fucking gun. Like, and he's an obvious pick. He still needs more time. Like, like he's, yeah, he scores tries, but once again, it's all for Like, then players won't get him the ball, does he score? And he is I'm fucking not magic on the feet. You do not watch enough Rabbitohs games if you think he gets the ball and he's just straight I'm not a massive in. Cody Walker fan. I'm not. But if it were Cody Walker... 
And I will say the same thing I just said to Ed to you. He dances around players like this. So like how many tries out of those 159 has he scored off his own back? What, nine? How many players have scored a lot of tries off their own back? How many players can you name that have run the whole final? And how many Slater. have they got? Well, Slater's second on the all-time try score. How many of them were just him running the field by himself? No Slater. help. But there's a highlight reel. I would like to see that highlight reel and count them up. Yeah, I, I'm not dissing Johnson, but I'm you're not. In my opinion, you're not putting a winger on best player of the year. Maybe best winger of the year, which is a player. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but we're going overall. I, we're not I, going I, for every. I position. look at players that set them plays up though. Yeah, hundred percent. The players that finish them. Yeah, because without that set up, once again, Johnson what I was is always going to be a gun. Is what makes you. If we don't have Johnston, we do not make the eight. Ah, uh, I disagree. I completely. do not. Johnston's out, and his replacement scored three tries. Yeah. Against what team? Yeah, Newcastle. But that is uh, not what a I'm hard saying team. is whoever you get, uh, I won't say every, any average Joe, any rugby league player in the Toyota Cup, Holden Cup, whatever they call it now. Jersey flag team, even New South Wales Cup. Don't matter what wing is there, they score. Like, I'm sorry. John- I'm glad you've apologised, and that's why I like this podcast. We get to have this discussion. Yeah, John. No. I'll respect your decision, your statement, but I stand by Johnston is a gun. Right, and he deserves the recognition. We'll move on to the next question before I have to get the boxing gloves back out. <laughs> but what? team has surprised you the most this year? It's got to be West Tigers. Uh, what? The way they've... The way, the way they have started to play now, Yeah, it is a surprise. Bulldog. If you want to talk about surprising teams starting off good and then shitting the bed, then we're going to talk about Newcastle. See, funny but I imagine we're talking about surprising it in a good way. So well, Bulldogs the last month have surprised me. They've really started to show up as well. They but sacked Trent Tigers. Barrett at the wrong door. In my opinion, no. There's been a lot of talks about Trent Barrett, like he was absolute fucking fuck knuckle and couldn't fucking coach anything. Rah rah rah. He got a lot of those players over there that are stepping up now. They sack him all of a sudden. They're winning games. Don't look good for him, but he stays. I think it's the same result. It's Burton starting to find his groove. Flatto's starting to play pretty well. Jeremy Marshall King's played really well the last few weeks. Yeah. Like. Uh, but if I'm going to pick a team, that's got to be the Cowboys. The Cowboys? Well, I always they see finished 15th last, last year and they Did come they? second. Yeah. I wasn't sure where they finished last year. Yeah, All they... I was focused on last year was the Rabbits. Yeah. But well, I'm not too surprised at Cowboys this year. So I'm, I, I don't really have a team as such that surprised me in that way, but surprisingly, the fir- for the first time I think in years I've seen it in a game, the Tigers early. There was an early game. The Tigers played somebody, and they had a scrum halfway through the game, and they pushed them over to get yeah. possession. You yeah. don't see that anymore. No, that's the what first... the scrum used to be. Yeah. Bring back the scrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like yeah. So I'd say that's the biggest surprise I've seen. And there's more teams doing it now. I'd agree that was a surprise. I was watching. I was like, yeah. is that legal? Yeah. The first thing <laughs> well, I said is that legal. Honestly, a lot of times that starts to happen. Refs usually pull it up, but yeah. I'm so glad they didn't. Yeah. Because you look back, I heard that 80s, commentary, 90s, actually. 70s, 
They said it all depends on the ref. Yeah, oh, 100%. But pre-90s, that was the scrub. Yeah. Oh, not even. It was 2000s as well. Not as not as severe as what it was like uh, the scrum it it used to be put up on the screen you watch it scrums one you know what i mean if there was a um knock on or whatever and they had to pack a scrum it was anyone's ball like a, a bit union style it was full and they used to weigh the packs like they used to put up 500 kilo, rah, 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 for one team, 550 kilo for the other. Like, it was literally a thing. Now, it's, yeah, feed the scrum. Oh, no, you're moving a little bit too far. You know what I mean? Like, fuck off, cunt. The refs are getting a little too whistle happy. Oh, aren't they fucking what? And what about the phantom whistle in that game the other Yeah, Melbourne. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? What should happen there? Because it, it, it influences play. They it influences play. Start the play I'd agree with that because that's yeah. the only thing they really can play do. From. You can't if you penalise the team. More more fans are just going to start bringing their own whistle and do yeah, it. No matter what the, happens, if they start fans blowing whistles in there, and the players think it's the actual whistle. Mate, they're going to stop and think that something's happening and then get tackled. A hundred percent. Nothing came out of that, but and like players were stopping. I recall you someone to try. They did. Yeah. And you and can yeah, literally see some of the players stop and turn. Yeah. yeah. And you hear the whistle the really yeah. clear. Yeah. Like, you need to just play it back. There's, if you punish the team, more fans are just going to do it. doesn't matter who gets punished. But do you punish the fans? But once again, you, the, you got well, you tens of thousands coming. fans. And, uh, but that's where it doesn't come in if it happens too much. What it's going to come down to is they're going to start searching you yeah. at games. And, and nobody that, wants that. No. That's too far. No, it, 100%. I it, which team it was. They already rubbish for you, Actually, bag. it was Gold Coast Titans. They were talking about being and players. Uh, fans from coming to watch for weeks because there was so much, like, um, like nudie runs and streakers and stuff on the field and all that. And oh, that. bring it back. Girls. No, no. Ladies. Do it! <laughs> Show us your titties! <laughs> Get your tits out Alright, let's move on. Last question. Worst player this year. I'll, I'll start it. Caelan Ponger. <laughs> you can't say he's not. Away he from Oregon. Four games the whole season. Away from Oregon. If we're going to do worst player this year, I want to focus solely on Rabbits. For me. For my pick. Yeah. I'd say I, I'll agree with you. I'd say you get fucked. I don't pay attention to too many teams like the Knights because they're just constantly losing. It's just feed them to the slaughter. Get a team in, get them, get them over. It's done. But for the Rabbits, our worst player, I would say. It's <laughs> oh, I am done. Putting these two cents worth in. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say. I'd have to say Cody Walker, worst player on our team. He's given away too many penalties. Once Latrell was wow. gone, it just. Oh, okay. It just went different. Now he's back. He's playing different footy. But yeah. when we lost Latrell, Walker's just seemed lost. Didn't know what to do. Wow. He was just showing up to show up. Yeah, we get paid. He doesn't have his big mate to back him up when he's going to fight forward. And he's a lot smaller than I thought. So I'd agree with that statement now. Wow. Anyway, that, that shocked me. Wow, that actually really I'd like me. to focus on my team for it. That's the one that so I'm paying the most well, attention I'm, to. I'll talk about the Rabbitohs for one of the players and it's Lockwood Lewis 
I do not rate him. No, neither do I. He shouldn't be playing in the grade he's playing. No. He um, is not worth it. Absolute useless. Um, one player that I did really rate this year in the first few rounds was Jake Clifford. But watch it last week's game. Um, it was really sad to watch. Like uh, He's worse than a reserve grade player. Like, the way he played was he shouldn't have... I wouldn't have picked him in the reserve grade. Um, but probably the worst player this year, and only because I really do not like the bloke, is Jack Ruiago. He's an absolute grub. That, that um, shot he put on uh, Bobby Fulton's grand kick, um, I think it's Zach. Um, absolute rubbish. And going back to um, sort of a little bit off topic, 2014 grand final, what he did to Danny Medeiros, mate, the, he should not be playing the game. He is an absolute grub, absolute monster of a man. He really should not be playing the game. But yeah, that's my pick. So I'd say that probably wraps things up for this episode, boys. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great coming back on here. Yeah. It's long overdue, but yes. shit's just gotten the way. Yeah. And we're back for the rest of the season. I look forward to hearing the boys talk about every team beating the Rabbits because they know their teams will never make the top eight. Oh. And they'll see Rabbits sitting pretty up there in first place this year. So that'll be fun to look forward to. Just touching base on why we haven't been on. The real reason is Jaden's been sulking after the dogs crashed the night. So he didn't, couldn't bring himself to do a podcast. Oh. Couldn't yeah, get himself out of bed. He, yeah, he felt good now. So he's got out of bed finally after a few weeks. And yeah, yeah. But Mate, the way Newcastle's been playing and what he's been putting us through, I can't even disagree. <laughs> but thank you guys for watching. If you enjoyed it, drop a like, share it around. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Check us out on social media too. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and soon TikTok. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah, uru. See you guys.